Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are covering wealth and power in Vedic Astrology Part 1. I was gathering the information for the segment, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a long segment. (laughs) Um, Very complicated, like tons of information, really. So I decided to break it up into two different segments. And so we are going to be discussing how to find wealth and power influence in a Vedic astrology birth chart. And I do want to say that this was actually by request. I had a reading with a really, really wonderful woman recently, and she gave me a few different ideas for podcasts. So if you're listening to this, thank you so much for the wonderful idea. Before we get started, I do want to remind you all that I have a Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast, where I post weekly horoscopes for each of the 12 zodiac signs. So every Monday, a segment is released to prepare you for your week ahead using the stars. And every Thursday, I post another segment that is an educational segment that's designed to help you learn how to decipher your birth chart. So two extra segments for astrology now along with things like patron social and the patron spotlight which I have so much fun doing so if any of that sounds enjoyable for you joining patreon may be a good idea so jumping in to our segment on wealth and power so the first thing to keep in mind when establishing how wealthy someone is going to be or how powerful someone is going to be when looking at a birth chart is understanding which houses are associated with prosperity, luck, fortune, and leadership abilities and authority. And so in Vedic astrology, the Trikona houses or the Dharma houses, one, five, and nine, these houses are already associated to being influential, having leadership ability, having luck, prosperity, and again, a level of influence. So these houses are naturally going to be luckier. Got to keep that in mind. Other houses to consider are the second house and the condition of the second house. The 11th house the 11th house is of great gains. And the 10th house is of your authority and how easily respectable you're going to be and also your career advancement. Okay, so how influential you are, how much respect you receive in a workplace, depending on how the 10th house is being aspected, which planets are in the 10th house, and where the 10th house ruler goes. So I do want to give the heads up that In this segment, you are going to need to be familiar with what the house ruler means, okay? Because in order to determine these things, you have to be familiar with the houses and the house rulership. And to understand house rulership, you look at the house and whichever sign is governing that house The planet that rules that sign is the planetary ruler. So for example, if you have Aries in the second house, if you're a Pisces rising, if Aries is in the second house, that would mean that Mars rules your second house. If you are a Cancer ascendant, and we're looking at the 10th house, Mars would rule your 10th house because Aries is in your 10th house. If you are a Leo ascendant, 
you're looking at the sun for the first house ruler because your first house ruler is the sun which governs Leo okay so the two yogas that we are going to look at today that are wealth inducing are going to be dana yoga and lakshmi yoga and so we'll start off with lakshmi yoga this yoga is known for giving opulent wealth it is a very 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 powerful and fortunate yoga which the way that i was taught largely deals with venus and I just want to say, I want to give this heads up as well, that every astrologer has different spins on yoga and yogas, and I am going to teach how I was taught. So the first thing that you want to look for is Venus and the placement of Venus in Lakshmi Yoga. And so is Venus in its own sign of Taurus or Libra, or is it exalted in the sign of Pisces? So in order to have a Lakshmi yoga, you want Venus to be either in its own sign or in its exaltation point. So if you're looking at a chart and Venus is not in Libra, Taurus, or Pisces, then I would not consider this a Lakshmi yoga. In order to qualify for Lakshmi yoga, someone's going to have to have Venus either in its own sign or exalted. After that, you want to be sure that the first house ruler is well-placed and in good dignity. And so what do I mean that, by that? The first house ruler should be in its own sign. It should be exalted or at least in a friendly sign. In addition, I would prefer for the first house ruler to be in a good house, in a strong house, maybe a triconal house, one, five, or nine, or in a Kendra house, one, four, seven, or 10. This can still work if the first house ruler is not in one of these houses, but if it is in a Kendra house or a triconal house, it's going to make it even more powerful. The next thing you want to look for is the ninth house ruler. Remember I mentioned earlier, this is one of the lucky houses. It's a fortunate house. So if the ninth house ruler is in its own sign, if it's exalted, if it's in good dignity, if it's in a good house, this is going to constitute Lakshmi Yoga. And so a really good example of Lakshmi Yoga is going to be Bill Gates. He notoriously has like the best example of Lakshmi Yoga. So we're looking at his chart. And first of all, we want to find Venus, right? We want to see if Venus is in its own sign or if it's exalted. In the chart of Bill Gates, Venus is in the sign of Libra. So he's already qualified. Next, we want to see where his first house ruler is placed. Bill Gates is a Gemini ascendant, meaning his first house ruler is Mercury because Mercury rules Gemini. Okay, so we want to see where Mercury is placed. His first house ruler, Mercury, is exalted in the fourth house. So his Mercury is now exalted and it's in a really nice positive Kendra house. So now we have two down. The last is seeing where his ninth house ruler is placed. His ninth house is ruled by Saturn because his ninth house sign is Aquarius ruled by Saturn in Vedic astrology. His Saturn is exalted in the fifth. And again, 
One, five, and nine are really lucky, fortunate houses. His ninth house ruler is exalted in the fifth, constituting a pretty much perfect Lakshmi yoga. So that is how you will find a Lakshmi yoga in Vedic astrology. Again, it will bring really nice wealth, especially if the planets are in these positive houses and and good dignity, okay? The next yoga that I'm going to talk about is Adana yoga. And this one is a little bit more difficult to keep track of because there are so many possible um, combinations. But when you're working with Adana yoga, you're looking at the house ruler of the second house, the 11th house, the first house, the fifth house, and the ninth house. So remember, you're wanting to find the planetary ruler. So looking at the planetary rulers of houses 2, 11, 1, 5, and 9. And Adana yoga, which is a wealth-inducing yoga, occurs when any of these planetary rulers conjoin or oppose one another mutually aspect I should say so if the second house ruler is conjoined the 11th house ruler this is Adani yoga if the 11th house ruler is conjoined the fifth house ruler this is Adani yoga if the first house ruler is conjoined the ninth house ruler this is Adana yoga any combination of 2 11 1 5 and 9 but as I was mentioning it could also be by mutual aspect so by opposition let's say the first house ruler is opposing the second house ruler if the 11th house ruler is opposing the second house ruler this is notoriously a super nice dana yoga especially if it's happening in the second or the 11th house and so the examples that i have are going to be for bill gates once again of course he also has a dana yoga and jeff bezos and so in the chart of bill gates his moon which is his second house ruler is opposing Mars, which is his 11th house ruler. And this is occurring in his fourth and 10th house. So there is going to be a special connection to the fourth and 10th house. He started his business in a garage, you know, so working from his home, his money is going to come through his career, the 10th house, okay. He has another Dana Yoga, which is Mercury, his first house ruler. It's conjoined Mars, which is his 11th house ruler. So again, Mercury rules his first house. Mars rules his 11th house. This is a combination of the first and the 11th house rulers forming another Dana Yoga. He has a third Dana Yoga, <laughs> surprise, surprise, which is going to be Venus, his fifth house ruler, combined with Saturn, his ninth house ruler. So again, a combination of the fifth house ruler and the ninth house ruler, they are conjoined in the fifth, making a third Dana Yoga. So again, this is a very powerful yoga for wealth. The more you have, the better. And the house it's occurring in is going to be significant in showing how the money gets to you, where the money comes from, and how auspicious it's going to be. If you notice with Bill Gates, the 
Donna yoga of having his Mars and moon opposing, which is another yoga we'll talk about later, but his second house ruler and 11th house ruler are opposing one another. It's occurring in Kendra houses four and 10. His second Donna yoga that we discussed having Mars and Mercury conjoined, which is joining the energy of his first and fourth house with the 11th house. This is coming into his fourth house of his home. And the third that we were discussing was Venus, the fifth house ruler with Saturn, the ninth house ruler. This conjunction, this third Dana Yoga is occurring in his fifth house of creativity. It's also the fifth house is also it can be political influence. And he does have a lot of he has a lot of influence, maybe not necessarily in a general political way. But he is certainly a very, very powerful, influential man. Um, and his wealth came from his incredible creative ability. And you know, his ability to be consistent, reliable, practical as Saturn is, but then also very, again, creative and expressive as Venus is. So noticing the planets that are conjoining and the houses that they're in, it's going to give you a lot of insight into how this person makes their wealth. Moving on to the second example of Jeff Bezos so that you guys can get a little bit more insight. Jeff Bezos has Adana Yoga occurring of the second house ruler being Mars. So he's a Pisces ascendant. His second house ruler is Mars. It's conjoined with Saturn in the 11th house and Saturn rules the 11th house. So remember, we're looking at the planetary rulers of the second, 11th, first, fifth, and ninth houses. His second house ruler is conjoined the 11th house ruler in the 11th house. This is super powerful. Okay, when these conjunctions or oppositions occur in the in the Donna houses or the triconal houses, so it's going to be even more amplified. So the Donna yoga can occur anywhere in the chart, but if it's occurring in the first, second, fifth, ninth, or 11th, it's going to be even more powerful. And to add to that, Mars also rules his ninth house. So it's really his second house ruler, ninth house ruler combined with the 11th house ruler in the 11th house forming Adana Yoga. So we are going to continue looking at the charts of Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos in Wealth and Power Part 2. I hope that this was helpful. I know that it can be difficult without a visual. I plan to add a YouTube video for this later in the week. So be looking out there. If you do want to find my YouTube channel, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga. Go to media and YouTube. You can find some videos I've done that have visuals. And again, I will be sure to put one of these up for you in case you're more of a visual learner. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. Visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. Follow Astrology Now on Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. And I would love to see you on Patreon. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.